0: No, I, 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 I... Ladies and gentlemen, now it's too late with Alan Mosley. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Boy, isn't it not it amazing how everything comes together around here? Yeah. Are that's we are we even on right now? Or is I got a ding on my phone. I assume that's what that <laughs> was. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend you're right. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit my little refresh button over here. Just I'm just curious if we're actually online. Yeah, that's a. That's, that's uh, and question. we are. Oh. Sh- okay. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. <laughs> guys, welcome back for another episode of It's Too Late. I am your host, Alan Mosley joined as always by the number one producer in late night it's Dave Wolomowski. Dave how are you doing doing pretty good
0: yeah Cool, calm collected had a good day yeah? pretty laid back ready to do a good show I'm excited
1: how how's your' how uh, how's you? your
0: how's your working out been going you've been yeah yeah I've been I've been doing pretty regularly on the bike I missed a couple days because some overtime kind of killed me but that was early in the week but I've been hitting it every day
1: oh you've been hitting it every day have you Hell yeah, I've been hitting it every day. All right. (laughs) Um, I'll tell you what. Uh, (laughs) Probably about an hour ago, I had all this really, uh, really witty and timely monologue material put together. And for Mm -hmm. the life of me, I can't remember any of it. Oh. Yeah. So we better just very conspicuously read the notes as opposed to suavely pretending that there aren't notes. Oh. There we go. Yeah. And you know, you know, I'll tell you right off that. You know what we're going to do differently this week, Dave? I know what we're going to do. We're going to tell people about the fourth annual It's Too Late live show hosted by <laughs> yours truly, along with Let's Dave and Mary Liberty Late Night, at the Private Bon Aqua Computer Club. That is in Bon Aqua, Tennessee, just south of Nashville. But you got to get your tickets. They're going to be down there in the show yeah. notes. Click on Eventbrite link. Get your tickets. That's June 4th. We did it, Dave. We, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> with this That's already a better one. show. Than the, like the last month.
0: <laughs> Maybe we should start every show like this.
1: You know what? We're just let's just skip February next year. Let's just not do it. Oh, that that was the problem. It's a, yeah, it's a weird month, anyways. Twenty yeah, days yeah, and yeah. yeah. Sometimes. Um, I actually the only reason I remembered you probably noticed Dave because I send you the notes is that I is I copy pasted fourth annual live show mm-hmm. over and over and over again so that we wouldn't not miss missing it. that. Um. Let's start off with some North American news, shall we? Uh, The trucker protest might be over, uh, but all is not well north of the border as Canadian diners are removing poutine from the menu. The item may still exist, but mentions of the word poutine are being eliminated to denounce Russian President Vladimir Putin. So right there, after I said mentions of poutine, Dave, and then I have that big thing that says poutine banned. that's when you were... Yeah, okay. So anyway... Diners are dropping "Putin," <laughs> the word, not the dish, to denounce Vladimir Putin. The, uh, oh. Yeah, that boy, that ought, to, that ought to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just about World covered it. at last. Yeah. You know, the, the pointless virtue signaling is kind of obnoxious, I know. But then again, come to think of it, I'm a little bit worried that they're going to come after my favorite frozen treat. Go ahead and show them. It's Hitler ice cream. Oh,
0: for industrial yeah. use only.
1: <laughs> you noticed that too. <laughs> what does that mean? I just, I just want do, you to know, by the way, that's not a Photoshop. That's a real thing. How do you use ice cream industrially? Who names their ice cream Hitler ice cream? Unironically. That's a valid yeah. question. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, honestly, like all these people that are all putting the little flags in their profiles and over their avatars and all that just BS, you know, they do it. They do it every time is if these people really cared that much about supporting Ukraine and its fight against Russia, then, you know, you would take uh, the Ukrainian president Zelensky's uh, offer to go take up arms against the invaders did you did you see that in ukraine where they're going to drop the the visa requirements and they're saying if you want to come fight the russians they'll just let you in and give you a gun did you see that no kidding no i didn't see yeah that. uh speaking of that let's let's take a look in at those brave freedom fighters in kiev oh, oh. oh. well that's that's problematic yeah we gotta we gotta get that problematic emote <laughs> i mean in our defense like i that we're not being problematic no they're the ones. It's the I world. mean, other than the industrial ice cream, I guess that was a little problematic. But
0: that's what my grandfather always told me: "It's not me; it's the world." Did it's he the really? World that's wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah. Your your grandfather was Principal Skinner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think Principal Skinner got it from my grandpa.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, speaking of that, I think that'll cover it for international news. Let's let's take a little bit of local news. Let's check out our friends. Over at WTAE in Pittsburgh, take a look. It's
0: not clear what may have been taken, and no arrests have been made. A 71-year-old man is accused of inappropriately
1: touching a 12-year-old girl oh at my. the Walmart in oh. West Mifflin Sunday afternoon, according yeah. to court. <laughs> did you did you see the other anchor?
0: <laughs> yeah, that guy's face said it
1: all. Yeah, the other <laughs> that that guy was you in this show. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you it's like. Yeah, audience at home. <laughs> what that guy did, I see Dave do all the time. Often, yeah, 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 quite frequently. Um, Dave, I gotta tell you, I'm I, I admire how much you're not drinking tonight. Yeah, I I have water. Oh, that's good. I actually have water too, but I put the blood of my enemies in mine. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, you gotta get some iron. Yeah, yeah. See this is how this is how you know Dave's a good sidekick because when he sees something problematic, he's like, All right, let's deflect. Let's deflect and save the host. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I never encourage or sit back and watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um <laughs> and finally this evening, uh, R- Governor Ron DeSantis is back in the news. You not have to wear those masks. I mean, yeah, go ahead and hit the <laughs> button, Dave. That's fine. Honestly, oh.
0: it's not doing anything. Sorry. you got to stop with this
1: COVID theater. So if you want to wear it, fine, right, but this is, a, this is ridiculous. All right, so anyway, wow. uh, and finally this evening, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis made headlines in Tampa today for the way he addressed students who were gathered for his press conference at the University of South Florida. Uh, why don't you take a look? That was pretty stern. You want me to play it again? Why don't you?
0: You do not have to wear those masks. I mean, please take it off. <laughs> honestly, it's not doing anything, and we gotta stop with this codest theater. So if you wanna wear it, fine, but this is a this is ridiculous. Alright, well it's good to be at USF.
1: <laughs> I mean the thing is, is that like it, he I know some people were saying that he was a little bit stern, but first of all, he did say please. And he and he did also say that if they wanted to wear them, they could. He was just saying it's ridiculous, which he's he's correct. It is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But the thing that nobody was mentioning was is that so he was giving remarks at USF down in Tampa, right? And and the school is doing what all schools do, which is they line up some random students, you know, up behind the speaker because that's what they always do at every you know press conference or whatever. But they're doing, but they had the skids masked and they had them for a press conference for Ron DeSantis who you know is like vehemently opposed to that sort of activity. So the way it played out I feel like it's like it was predictable, right? Like you could have figured that's what was going to happen. Right. Um but anyway, it, kudos to Ron DeSantis. He wanted to make all those kids understand, "Guys, you are not going to die from COVID-19. Instead, You're gonna die for Israel. (laughs) Uh. All right, well, Dave, we made it. We did it. Yeah, I mean, pretty much perfect. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, pretty much. Jumpy. Yeah, (laughs) dude, this show was gonna be so good. Yeah, this was gonna, this was gonna be a good show. Still possible. Anything's possible. So, everyone that's out there in the live chat, thank you so much for joining us this evening. We are going to be back with the meme of the week in the viewer mail right after this commercial break. Don't go away. Dave, did you know that we are now on Twitch?
0: I did. I've, I've watched a few shows there. That yeah, we're, we're
1: now Twitch affiliates, of which we are monetized on the channel. Show everybody our Twitch channel. <laughs> <laughs> so infectious. I <laughs> know, right? Twitch.tv slash Alan underscore Mosley. What you do is you go there, and in the bottom the right, there's a sub button. And if you're an Amazon Prime customer, then you can click a little chat box that says sub for free with, with your Twitch Prime sub, and then we still get the full proceeds of the subscription, even though you didn't pay a cent. And if you're not an Amazon Prime customer, then you just you just sub anyway. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like a couple bucks. Yeah. I mean, what's what's five or ten dollars to you? I mean, y'all are y'all are just rolling in the dough. I'm just kidding, they're libertarians. They ain't got a cent. Yeah, in trouble. Yeah. Um, is something, to, something distracted you there, Dave? Were you all right? Yeah the, the 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 cat just got
0: down here and it's starting to climb on all the equipment and it's making me really nervous.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, if there well, we if go. anything, if anything happens with that, keep us informed. I want to make sure we get that on camera. All right, all right. Guess, yeah. Um, speaking speaking of monetizing the show, let me tell you about tonight's sponsor. Tonight's sponsor is Pack Crest Botanicals, which you can find at www.packcrestbotanicals.com. Uh, we have a promo code. If you type in "it's too late" all one word, you get thirty percent off. Check this out: thirty percent off on all your CBD and delta eight needs, such as this awesome little CBD right here. Right, hold on, can you can you show everybody this? Will this pop up on the camera? It's Ascend three. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay. It's a Sin 3000. It's it's got it's got uh mushrooms and and meth and it's I mean it says a sin so it's going to get you going, all right? And then mm-hmm. over here, you've got the Delta 8 nighttime gummies. You'll notice I've only got I've only got two left. You see that right there? Oh. Cuz I I've just I just apart. eat them like I just eat them like candy. But you guys, you people who are not sociopaths who still feel feelings, <laughs> you just take one at a time, all right? These help wind you down, help you mm-hmm. get a good night's sleep. So check out that sponsor again. It's patcrestbotanicals.com. Promo code, it's too late, all one word, for 30%, 30% off. Are you kidding that's me? Huge. That's huge. Yeah, a, that's, that's a big yeah. number. Yeah. Relatively. Like whenever, whenever anyone tells me like, hey, you'll get like a discount, I'm thinking like 10%, right? No, 30%. I... I can't help but notice, Dave, that the end is near for your studio. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. I—he's <laughs> he, down now. He's, he's oh, okay. Down All right. There. Well, he, he's down now because he had a Delta Eight nighttime gummy from Pat. Cre- yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, they actually do have—they actually do have CBD for pets at that website. They, I've seen stuff like yeah. That. yeah, yeah. They actually, yeah. That's not—that's not us saying infect your dogs. They, they actually no. have. They actually had yeah. Um Hey, Dave. Yes, Alan? What time is it? It's time for Meme of the Week. My 2022 gym update. Day one at the gym just finished taking a <laughs> shit. Let's get this workout going. <laughs> it's a little close to home, did not it?
0: It's all sweaty. I've... I've... I've had some fighters, some of them gone breach. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> Whoa, okay. Um, but we do have a bonus meme. Check out the bonus meme. Uh, Let me get that mess out of your way. Oh, I already called a new before. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice. Yeah. Right in front of her. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm distracted because I see people in the chat arguing about whether or not Delta 8 is legal. So it's, it's in still, it's, it's still derived from hemp. Yeah. And when have we ever bothered with whether or not something was legal? Yeah. If You find it tolerable. Freaking bootlickers in our chat. I swear to God. Um, <laughs> hey, hold on. I forgot to open <sighs> my fortune. Cookie. Oh yeah. It's yeah. So cool. Take a breather, Dave. Yeah.
0: We should do this every week. I'm all amped up. I feel like the energy level's good. Yeah. Just think just think how good it would have been if we were actually prepared. No, no, that that, that was the key. We gotta crash OBS every week. <laughs> why?
1: Why are my fortunes like like foreboding? Like why can't my fortune be you're gonna have a good day tomorrow? Like why can't that be it? You know? What kind of Chinese restaurant do you go to? <laughs> my my fortune is, check that out. There's a price to waiting. Oh,
0: it's actually, yeah. That's actually, that, that's helpful.
1: There's a price to waiting. In, in case anyone's playing the lotto, it's 5, 7, 13, 27, 39, and 41. Hey, that's my bank account number. Oh. oh well, coincidence. Then, then Dave, <laughs> Dave, there's a price to waiting. Okay. All right. So
0: I should probably yeah, secure that now. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs>
1: No, wait until after the show. We're kind of busy, Dave.
0: Okay, yeah, I don't want right. to distract myself.
1: Um, Boy, speaking of distracting ourselves, let's go ahead and answer some viewer mail. Oh, there. oh good. <laughs> that was a quick trigger. I was a little scared I missed it. All right. Uh, first question comes from Suzanne Sherman, who's actually the official legal expert If It's Too Late. Uh, Suzanne oh, no. has for us this week, dear Alan and Dave. Is what NATO did much different from what the USSR did causing the Cuban missile crisis? Um, no, but they're the bad guys.
0: Yeah. That that makes it different.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is, is that you remember how when you were growing up and your teacher told you might doesn't make right, Dave, she lied to your face. That jerk. Yeah. What a bitch. I uh, see. I was going to say that, but I was trying to be personable. Well, I think "bitch" <laughs> is a is an allowable word That's on okay. like network television, isn't okay, it?
0: Okay, okay. I gotta like, get a, I gotta get a list. Yeah. Like,
1: don't you watch sitcoms? And sometimes they'll say "bitch." Oh, like I think I think that that like I didn't say "effing." Yeah, you know, like I didn't say that. Like, okay, you so you can't. A good rule of thumb is is that you can't say words associated with genitalia. Oh yeah. Steer clear of that. Um, generally, don't say hard words associated with excrement. Okay, and but you
0: you can you can call somebody a dick. You just can't refer to the thing. Yes, right? I, I thought I remember yes. hearing
1: that. Well, male genitalia is okay because because oh. because we're because we're fine. You know, we're we're okay. But oh. not, not female genitalia. No, 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 no. I would never. No, no those, are, those are off-putting. <laughs> so, uh, what do you mean? So, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. It's mostly just you can't call somebody a cunt. Like, you can't do that. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, you can call I thought, somebody. I you
0: found the, the female genitalia off-putting.
1: No, well, I mean, some of them. <laughs> like, you know. See, here I go, helping you out <laughs> Yeah. Whatever whatever it is you're doing right now, it's not help. Yeah, do I don't opposite. know what it is, but yeah. it's not it's not help. Uh <laughs> uh our, our I'm sorry, hold on. Our our mod says that bitch is okay, but not when it's directed at a whammon. Woman. Now that's interesting because does that mean that you can call a man a cunt?
0: Yeah, that's what I was wondering.
1: Or or mm. the, the P word. The fact that you called it the p-word, I feel like d- decided that it's like the n-word. If you know not I to say somebody
0: to say that word in their head,
1: yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, we've we have a lot to think about, don't we? Yes. By the p-word, of course, we meant prostate. That's that's, that's, that's correct. correct. Uh, Andrew Avery writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, this I feel like this show's doing good. I'm I'm pretty pumped. Okay." We should probably Um, jinx it right now. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be good until it gets to the end and then nothing works. Um, Yeah. Andrew Avery writes, Dear Alan and Dave, if you could use an elevator and Queen Elizabeth uses a lift, is it because you were raised differently? I guess. I mean,
0: the way you use language is all in how you're brought up.
1: I feel like if someone's using a lift that makes them sound um, sound like a chonker, you know, like... (laughs) Like, like, like like a fork truck. (laughs) Yeah. Like if, if, if you fall well within the manufacturer's guidelines of weight, then you take an elevator. Yeah. But if, if perchance that is too limiting for your stature, then you take a lift.
0: Yeah. They got to bring in the lift for you.
1: Yeah. Like where, where you work, (laughs) they use lifts for all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So if the queen is using a lift, then she needed an intervention. Yeah. She needs, needs something. I think, did you hear the queen got COVID? I did. Yeah.
0: Somebody came into one of our streams and said she died. So I had to look into it.
1: But yeah, she's the sniffles. Yeah. No, she's fine. Uh, They, uh, they gave her, they gave her ivermectin. Now she's going to be fine. Did you see that? Yeah. Not you though. You fucking die. Oh shit. I just said the bad word. God. (sighs) i got to get that bleep button, but I wouldn't have been ready for it. <sighs> All right. Um, Andrew, I hope that helps. Uh, Tim Weissong <laughs> writes, Dear Alan. Oh, excuse me, Dave. Excuse me, Dave. Yeah, that's okay. This is, okay. Dear Alan, I like bananas and I like peanut butter, but I'm fresh out of PB. What else could I pair with the bananas that might go well? Now see this would have been a good question for Dave, because Dave I
0: see why I'm I see why I'm left out of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dave so Dave is a is a banana mayonnaise connoisseur. Yes. And I dabble. Yeah. And Tim Tim felt like that discluded you from this. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you don't have peanut butter, but you do like bananas and you're looking for something that pairs well. Um, just make it like a, just make it like a fruit thing. Like do like a strawberry banana, like do a smoothie or something. Although stuff like, Oh, honey, honey, he's looking for a sandwich, honey, honey, that would do it. Yeah. Toast the bread. Oh man, we, we should, we should eat before we do this show. Yeah. I'll be right back. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a hard time now. Um, all right so Tim honey uh, Nick White writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what is your favorite sitcom? Oh Dave, do you have a do you have a favorite sitcom?
0: I haven't I haven't watched a sitcom in a long time, but we we were I think it was it was uh, Derek he was airing some some sitcoms and it made me remember how much I loved Malcolm in the middle. That was a really good show and it hits even different now that I'm a parent. 'Cause you used mm-hmm. to see it from the kids' perspective and now you see it from the parents' perspective,
1: and it's great on both ends. It's a good show. Hmm. Um, I gotta tell you, I'm not a big sitcom guy because I think I, I they're just all so just forced and it's cringy. Yeah, like like could you imagine watching a show where they like they're honest to God using laugh tracks because nothing in the show mm. like naturally makes you want to laugh? thanks I I was trying to set that up as easy of a softball as I could possibly make it and even <laughs> yeah. and even still I saw some doubt in your eyes I was
0: like <laughs> <laughs> All right. Got it loud and clear yeah
1: um I mean back in the like the old Simpsons was the best sitcom
0: yeah I was I mean, to watch it when I was a kid
1: like the first eight seasons like after that is just... yeah um Logan Denny writes Dear Alan and Dave, if you had to fight a cryptid, which one would you choose to fight?
0: Oh, those are scary.
1: Yeah. What is this? Is this kind of like a chicken or an orangutan with a sword? Is that is? That's kind of. I don't know. Okay. So if you had to fight a chicken every time you got into your car or fight a cryptid <laughs> with a sword once a year, which one would you choose?
0: Well, it, yeah, for the cryptid thing, I, I thought about this, and the only one I could think of, I'd fight a fairy because I figured just be a little sore to give him a punt. Be like fighting one chicken a year. D- I Dave,
1: I got to tell you, as someone who lives in the South, they don't let you do that anymore. No, <laughs> no. They don't, they don't let you do that anymore. Um, Brian, <laughs> wait, hold on. <laughs> All right. Just just in case there was any ambiguity in the audience about yep. what I was talking about. <laughs> All right. Um Brian Johnson writes, dear Alan and Dave. Are there any particular acts or sounds that will immediately make you tense up and feel irrationally insane being around or listening to?
0: Hmm.
1: I I I'll, I'll I'll let you think on it Dave because I I okay. got one. I'm one of these people that like when I hear people slide like a fork, like a utensil against their teeth, I'm just I could see that. Yeah, if someone if someone's eating and they're and they're doing that thing where they're scraping their teeth with their fork, they they have to be removed. Oh, I, I see you have a friend there, do you? <laughs> yeah, I got attacked. <laughs> All right. He's really interested in me tonight. Oh. Well, you you ought to,
0: you you ought to. (laughs) All right, all right. There you go. So, so something that makes me irrationally angry. There's not a whole lot, but I found that when my kids whine, like it's it's like a trigger for me now. Wasn't at first, but now it's just like, nope, we're not doing that.
1: Do you mean whine like like not just complain, but whine?
0: Oh, the the whine voice, yeah, loud. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's because I mean, I'm I'm. I'm excusing you from being an abusive parent. I think what it yeah. is, is that you, you reach a certain age where you're not a baby anymore. You don't get to cry. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's no crying in our house.
0: Yeah, we're done <laughs> yeah. with
1: that. Yeah, we're done with that. Man, boy, I remember being like, like three years old and there being like a little toy pop gun. Like, you know, this little, you, yeah. you put the little, like, like rolls of little pop things in the little revolver. Yeah, the, and it, go, yeah, 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 yeah. And it goes, it, it goes. I actually t- have t- one right here. The, this is the, the, the gun's
0: missing, but that's a little.
1: Yeah. Thing. It's, yeah, it's kind of weird that you just, just have that laying around, but. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I remember really wanting one of those when I was like three or four and I whined and they were like, okay, we'll get you one. And then a year later I was like, I want another one. And they were saying, we're going to beat you to death if you don't shut the hell up. Yeah. So like it's like four to five. That's
0: that's the line. Yeah,
1: that's the line. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Brian actually is a father. So Brian, I hope this helps. Uh, Rachel Watson Kennerly writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, what is the least believable piece of pro-Ukraine propaganda you've seen this far?" Um, basically anything that that uh, uh Dan Crenshaw says. Uh, old one eye. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Basically everything he says I know is a bunch of shit. So I like I know he was talking about the the ghost of Kiev, which is is from a like it's from a video game or whatever.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say.
1: Yeah. Like I it's it's yeah. mind-boggling to me that people thought that there was some Ukrainian ace fighter yeah. pilot in some sufficiently advanced enough piece of warfare <laughs> technology that he's just shooting down Russian planes left and right. Like how Jesus Christ! Yeah,
0: I was gonna say you're killing a lot of people's dreams in the chat.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm sorry, guys. It's all fake. Actually, you know what? That war ended 15 minutes after it started. The fact that people think there's still a war going on is ridiculous. Wow. Um. I mean, they're still killing people, but yeah. like there there's no resistance. It's like just stop shooting us, please. Yeah. Um. And if they say, please, you have to, that's, that's in the Geneva <laughs> mm. convention. If they say, oh, yeah. please stop shooting us, you've got to stop. Yeah. My, my cousin told me that. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> you know, like it's like you, you, if you're a cop, you have to tell me. Oh, okay. I don't, yeah, my cousin told me
1: that. Okay. That's great. Um, <laughs> Eric, Eli writes, I, I, that came off as cruel to you. I didn't mean it that way. No, that's okay. I, I meant it more than I was like, I'm now I'm wondering who your cousin is. Like oh, oh, you should meet him. Okay, I. Right. we'll we'll talk after the show. All right. Um, Eric Eli writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, what are your favorite American icons?"
0: Oh, I didn't see this one.
1: Um, like like people or things. Well, like American icons, like a person.
0: Oh. Boy, a it's... lot of people, and I, I know a lot of people hate him, but I, I like that Elon Musk guy. He's he's pretty. I like I like a billionaire uh, shit poster. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't I don't hate him. It's just he's a crony. Yeah. He he takes a bunch yeah. of money from the government and contracts. So that doesn't like that doesn't make him special. Yeah. Like that just that just makes him Raytheon with batteries instead of missiles. That's all it does. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all it does. Um. I'm going to say, uh, I was going to say Craig Ferguson because he's my late night host, uh, inspiration. But he's Scottish. Does that even? <laughs> <So it's> like, <laughs> no, I don't think that counts. Yeah. Okay. I think he's. I think he has citizenship, so I think that counts.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, Lyle Durio writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, have you ever been in a bomb shelter? Dave, have you ever been in a bomb shelter?
0: Um,
1: no. Maybe."
0: What do you mean what do you mean maybe? I was I was living a facade where we did all of our shows from a
1: bomb shelter, but I've never actually been in one. Are you trying to suggest that there are elements of this program that are not strictly factual? Well not, not this program. It's it's a different program. Oh, okay, okay. All right. I've never been in a bomb shelter. Uh, Jonathan Carranza writes dear Alan and Dave who is your favorite character on Seinfeld oh you know I don't like sitcoms like we already discussed mm-hmm. this so I don't really have a strong opinion Um, oh. I guess I would probably say uh, Elaine's boyfriend who is the guy that plays Joe on Family Guy oh, and he was also yeah. the tick remember the tick yeah what's that guy's S- name
0: I can't think of his name.
1: Yeah, so probably that guy because he's just the same character in every show. But it's it's great every every,
0: every movie, everything he's in. Yeah, yeah. Patrick War Warburton.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Thanks. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you, no no shh. Dave, I was oh. gonna let you take credit for knowing that, but now where's where's my buttons at? Let me get it. No, not that. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not a technical difficulty. Uh, Yeah, I guess not. We're going to have those in the next segment. Oh yeah.
0: It's going to get, it's going to be
1: crazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Clay Davis writes, dear Alan, by the way, it was Clay Davis's birthday this week. Happy birthday, Clay. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, Dear Alan and Dave, have you ever suffered from escalophobia? So that's a fear of escalators. Apparently, okay. it's somewhat common. I didn't realize mm. it was that common. Yeah. I, the, the only thing I can
0: remember is being afraid that you're going to get sucked up at the bottom or at the top, like in into those little scissor things, and you're just going to get shredded mm. like a piece of paper. But that was, I got over that.
1: Yeah. I feel like that that's a callback to our conversation about genitalia. Oh. Off-putting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Oh, so,
0: what? I yeah. I caught it. There you go. Yeah.
1: There, there, there you go. All right. Thanks, Chad. <laughs> Celeste Dennis writes, dear Alan and Dave, what is your favorite part about road trips? Ooh, now oh. the, my favorite part about road trips, that depends exceptionally on whether or not I'm driving or I'm riding. <laughs> because oh. if i'm just if i'm just in if i'm just along for the ride if we're just taking a road trip out there and i'm not driving then wow. dude the world's your oyster the the sights yeah. and the sounds catching everybody sharing some tunes getting into mm-hmm. some deep conversations talking about the 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 jewish question i mean there's mm-hmm. so much you can do on a sufficiently long road trip but if you're the driver my favorite yeah. part is Getting in park, getting the hell out of that car, and never speaking to any of those people ever again.
0: <laughs> I like I like being fed by hand when I'm driving.
1: Just, but just when you're driving,
0: yeah, because I I you know ten and two can't
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Do you, okay, hold on. Do you actually though? Do you actually ten and two, or are you just like?
0: No, but but I will I won't I, I can't let like you know trying to open snacks and what you know I can't have that distracting me from driving so mm-hmm. that's what we do
1: all right it's fine you i don't you know what you haven't lived if you haven't like driven from the back seat with a broom what all right so anyway um aaron the tw- official twitch bot of it's too late writes dear dave dave uh get ready okay is is this reality really just a simulation if so, oh. how can we tell who is real and who isn't? All right.
0: So so I, I heard about this. And, and if it says if, if humanity ever gets to the point where we could make a simulation so real that we wouldn't be able to tell the difference between reality and the simulation, what's the chances that we're the actual first generation? So it's probably a simulation. And I assume that I'm the only one real and you, everybody else is NPCs. And everybody has their own world, but this one's mine.
1: All right, then. Well, there you are. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't have a dog in the fight. It was your question, so. Yeah. I'm only here to give you a quest. Yes. I mean, yeah. what I do with it is. Yeah. yeah. The, the quest, you got the quest, like, about an hour ago, and I think it's un- incomplete. Yeah, it is. <laughs>
0: Sorry. I, I, I got distracted on some of the side right. quests.
1: Uh, Bob Smiley writes, Dear Alan and Dave, who has better borscht? Russia or Ukraine? I don't know what that is. It's it's like beet soup. First oh. of all, first of all, who eats beets?
0: <laughs> White. Sorry White. to succumb.
1: The only people who eat beets were people struggling to survive with basic sustenance seven hundred years ago. Yeah. Or Ukrainians today. Today. So The answer, I guess, is probably Ukrainians Um, then. Yeah, but no, seriously, war's bad, you guys. All right. Uh, Marilyn Willimowski writes, Dear Alan and Dave, Mm. Would you want to survive an apocalypse? If so, what value would you bring to the community at the time? Would Would you you... want to? Yeah. (laughs) What kind of question is that? Would you
0: like the zombie movies you know do you really want to be those last survivors or everything's trying
1: to kill you and I don't know. okay so the apocalypse is underway mm-hmm. you got a house full of kids over there Dave but it's up to yeah. you because Mary said I don't think I want to no yeah Yeah. <laughs> typical <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't even know where my buttons are anymore All right. <laughs> Well, next week, Dave, let us know how that plays out. Yeah. Uh Jeff Johnson writes, Dear Alan and Dave, cage match. Zelensky versus Putin. Who wins? That's the dumbest question. Putin, yeah. like. You ever seen him on horseback? Man. Yeah. That, <laughs> I mean, the dude is like a stone cold killer. And Zelensky yeah, is team. like yeah. a D-list comedian. So, <laughs> that, that thing's over real quick, dude. Um. Uh, Ryan Seifert writes, dear Alan and Dave, how many babies would you blow up for a natural gas?" Okay. Ryan, Aaron, if Ryan's here, can you time him out? All right. All right. And last one, uh, Justin Campbell writes, dear Alan and Dave, do you think our parents looked at us and thought the world was doomed the same way that I look at my kids and think that today? Wow. (laughs)
0: I, I really don't know how he looks at his kids. I mean, I've, I've got an idea now,
1: but well, I I, okay. Like, so do do you, do you worry about the future for your kids? Like that things that they will not have as good of a life as you had, because the world's going to go to shit.
0: No, I really, I really think things are getting better, you know, in the, in the, the, the big scheme of things, people are living longer. We have more technology. People are healthier, stuff like that. I mean, I think there's always going to be the clown show going on, but I think they'll do all right.
1: All right. Well, you, you're an optimistic fellow. Yeah. I want you to save that energy for the last 20-some-odd minutes of the show. <laughs> Guys, I, we're going to be back to talk. We're going to be stunning and brave, and we're going to talk about why we're against slavery right after this I, commercial break. I think this one works, right? I sure hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling yeah, don't pretty good. They call me
0: the number one producer in late night for nothing.
1: Yeah, but do they call you the number one producer in late night for something? Oh, uh, it's it's up for debate. Yeah, that sounds. That seems like it would have been a good viewer mail question. All right. So anyway, <laughs> guys, there was something I wanted to talk about. I felt like this would be a good week to have a little bit of like a philosophical, not really philosophical, but a a, a, a philosophical. Uh, segment and we really have the perfect launching point for it based on what's going on or halfway around the world i want you to check this out this is from the mises wire written by ryan mcmahon who says ukraine's regime is now kidnapping fathers for military quote service unquote yeah and if you're being kidnapped to do it i mean is it really service you got volunteered yeah exactly (laughs) And so, I'm going I'm to read a little bit of this this article for you, and, and, and we can talk about it. As the Ukraine regime has imposed martial law in the wake of the Russian invasion, it has also apparently imposed a, a near-universal conscription order. The Ukraine State Border Guard Service has announced that men ages 18 to 60— <laughs> You ain't getting out of this one. Jesus. <laughs> 18 to 60 are prohibited from leaving the country. In particular, it is forbidden for, for men age 18 to 60, Ukraine citizens, to leave the borders of Ukraine. This regulation will remain in effect for the period of the regime of martial law. We ask the citizens to take this information into consideration. What a weird way to end that line. To take it into consideration. <laughs> yeah. I feel... Isn't that their, like, fancy way of saying, if you try to leave, we'll kill you? It's yeah, hey, a little. Dave, take this yeah. into consideration. Uh, Naturally, in order to enforce this on unwilling conscripts, Ukrainian officials will have to physically force men into service and ship them where the regime deems them to be necessary. On Twitter, for example, some videos have surfaced purporting to show men being kidnapped by Ukrainian officials and forced into service, according to one source posting photos and videos from Ukraine. Soldiers were stopping cars and buses and yanking out any man to conscript into the Ukrainian army. In one place a commissar was shouting, Say goodbye to your daughters, mothers, and girlfriends. You're gonna go fight the Russian invader. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah, so we're gonna Oh, hold on, here's another one. Forget your wife, fight for Ukraine. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. I just I, I wanna I wanna stop that right there really quick just to say they're they're conscripting people to fight the Russians and they keep on saying to fight for Ukraine. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's really tough is so first of all, obviously we consider the draft to conscription to be slavery. It literally yep. is, because if you're being conscripted, that is involuntary servitude. And what's another word for involuntary servitude? Slavery. Correct. Um, And, you know, what the funny thing is, is that you see you see all these dingbats on social media who will say things like, you know, I'm 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 against racism. I'm I'm against I'm against slavery. Slavery is wrong. And you're like, boy, wow. Stunning and brave. In 2022 to be against slavery. But the type of people who say those they just say them like just to the ether, like I'm I'm just going to write a tweet real quick. Guys, slavery is bad. You know, twenty thousand likes.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: the type of people who do that are also the type of people that think that those people should turn around and fight the Russians. Like they deserve it. They should have to go fight. That's and the confusing. other thing that I want to point out is, is they they keep on saying to fight for Ukraine. What does that mean? Who are they? What are they? Who and or what are they fighting for? Because if you were fighting for your family, Dave, I bet you'd do it. Oh yeah. If you were fighting for your home, your home, and you didn't want to lose it, I bet you'd do it. Definitely. But do you feel so strongly about fighting for your government? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Because all these people that keep on saying you're going to go fight for Ukraine, what they really mean is, is you're going to go fight in a war you can't win for us, for the regime. That's it's wrong no matter what. Let me be clear on that. It's it's wrong no matter what. The draft was wrong. Um I I always laugh whenever like somebody on Twitter says, "Oh, Trump was a draft dodger. He's bad." I'm like, "That's the only good thing about him." Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh I said shit again. All right, so yeah. Um Moving on, the, the phrasing of this call to arms helps highlight the true nature of conscription imposed on the unwilling. The state feels itself entitled to override the interests of men and their families. Translation, your wife and daughter are less deserving of your, your attention than the state. This situation is so dramatic because it so clearly puts on display the fundamental conflict between the interests of families and the interests of the regime. Um, man, what a good point is that The side, the side that is letting convicts out of prison and handing them guns. The the side that is conscripting people, they're not the good guys. Doesn't mean the Russians are the good guys because that's that's what low IQ people do. Low IQ people say, "Oh, you're against A, ergo you're for B." Bad B, bad. You know that's that's low IQ. That's that's horseshit. No. You can, you can be very much against Russian aggression, and you can have a lot of sympathy for people being affected by the aggression and by the outcome and by the violence, but also understand that no, forcing people to fight for the regime is slavery. The state does not take precedence over the family. In the state's efforts to seize men for regime Service. They always put that service word in there, right? Mm -hmm. We find a clear conflict between the state and the family. If a husband and father in a family has decided it is best for him to accompany his family to a neighboring country, or anywhere for that matter, this prerogative is among the most fundamental found in civilized society. No institution on earth is better suited to make such decisions than the family itself. No institution is in a moral position to coerce a man to abandon his children and wife in the name of serving the vague, undefined group of people that is the country. Not only does no politician or technocrat in a moral position to demand such a thing, but no government agent even possesses the specific knowledge necessary to make a judgment about what is appropriate for countless families, each of which have their own specific, unique needs. The ban on immigration, that's that's with an E, not with an I, ban on immigration, an especially dangerous act. What adds an especially interesting dimension to the Ukrainian example is the fact that many of these men are being seized while in the process of attempting to leave the country. In essence, these men have been stripped of the fundamental right to immigrate. A ban on immigration, for the most fundamental human rights, has long been a scheme employed by despotic regimes such as North Korea, Cuba. The old Soviet Union, perhaps. Many other despotic regimes have restricted immigration for military purposes. The fact these men are kidnapped while in the process of immigration also calls into question the comic logic employed by supporters of conscription who claim that everyone owes some sort of duty or debt to his or her nation-state. This attitude is premised on the rather absurd idea that people gain grand benefits from inhabiting a particular place and therefore owe something to the regime. That happens to be ruling over that place. That just reeks of social contract, doesn't it? Mm. Oh, well, you owe us taxes because you drove on the roads. But if the going gets really tough, those taxes aren't going to be enough. You're going to have to go get shot. (laughs) You drive on the roads, Dave. We'll go kill Russians. Yeah. (laughs) Just do it. Just kill some Russians. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Other proponents might try to further muddy the waters of the issue by insisting that the conscript is not performing a service to the regime, but to the community. This presumes that the interests of each and every community coincide with the interests of the state, an outlandish claim at best. Moreover, what is a community if not a collection of families? Communities are not best served by substituting the will of the draft agent for the will of family members. Last part. Also... Or often forgotten, is the fact that a lack of willing soldiers demonstrates a lack of confidence in the regime. It's entirely possible that if the Ukrainian regime were less corrupt and less inept, more people would volunteer to take up arms for it. Imagine that. If these people truly love the Ukrainian regime the way the West wants, <laughs> loves the idea of having a, re, a Ukrainian regime, uh, then maybe they would fight for it. It's so easy for people halfway around the world to say they ought they ought to fight as opposed to the people, you know, with the bullets buzzing by their ears. Hey, like, you know, I know I know I've seen the memes that like, you know, you see the fucking beer belly guy sitting at his sitting on his couch with his remote. He's like, "Hey, you ought to go fight." <laughs> you know,
0: armchair quarterbacks.
1: Yeah. If the rightness of the Ukraine's regime position is so self-evident, then conscription shouldn't be necessary at all. The lack of true support for the regime is always a harsh reality for a regime to face. History is full of delusional monarchs who imagined the people would flock to protect kings from the usurpers. Many of these monarchs have been bitterly disappointed. As it turned out, the people long taxed and abused by their king had other priorities. Many other types of regimes have faced similar unpleasant surprises. It may very well be that many citizens don't value the regime as much as they value themselves. That's too bad for the politicians in power, but such a state of affairs hardly justifies kidnapping fathers on the street. I remember us doing an episode way, I mean, a, a couple of years ago now, I guess, uh, where we talked about... Uh, People here at home, I'm thinking of like old Mayor Pete Buttigieg, who had talked about if I get elected, I want to institute a national service program, kind of like mm-hmm. how the Israelis have and the South Koreans have, where you're just required, you know, after high school or whatever, you're just required to go give a, a year, two years, three years, whatever it is in, in national service. And it's it's always the same kind of folks who support those types of measures. The same types of folks who have those uh, Gadsden flag license plates, you know, don't tread on me, 1776, you know, take my gun from my cold dead hands. (laughs) It's those types of, you know, my constitution, my constitution. Those types of people are also the type of people that favor things like national service. And that's always struck me as such an odd duo, right? Like there's a, there's a lot of those. I mean, they're they're neocons is what they are. But it's just so interesting to me that the that the type of people who believe in this mythological idea of America, where the rule of law matters and the Constitution limits federal overreach, and and you know, and we we believe in in you know the the principles of the founders and everything about conscription flies in the absolute face of those principles of those beliefs and yet they support it and you know I don't want to I don't want to speak for these people cuz quite frankly if I'm speaking for them then I'm just telling them all they're all fired you're you're all you're all out but you know but these these people they I guess they chalk it up to some kind of idea that, well, it's, it's like that bootstrap mentality that, well, if you all had to go serve, then you'd appreciate America. And it's like, wow, what? You want to steal years of my life and me potentially be maimed or killed? Who at the end of the day, I guess it boils down to who do you owe it to? If you had to do it, if you had to put your life on the line, who do you owe it to? Because if you if you owe it to your family, then you wouldn't have to be drafted, would you? They think you owe it to them. And if there's anything I can say here tonight is that you don't owe these blood-soaked monsters a goddamn thing. Yes. I'm glad you agree. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're here. All right. Well, there you are then. <laughs> um. Do you do you have a do, do you have anything to add to that, or are we just moving on?
0: I couldn't possibly.
1: No. No. That was great. All right. Well. <laughs> I don't know why they're laughing. But, you know. Um, guys, we're going to be back to wrap up the show right after this last commercial break. Don't go away. If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Mosley. Like our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash Alan Mosley TV. You can follow me on Twitter. It's twitter.com at Alan Mosley TV. Subscribe to our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash Alan Mosley TV. Also, guys, don't forget we're now on Odyssey. Go to odyssey.com, search It's Too Late with Alan Mosley or Alan Mosley TV. If you're more of a listener than a watcher, you can get us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Thanks to Anchor FM, that's anchor.fm/slash Alan Mosley TV. Dave, do you have a final thought? I had a that
0: ain't working. <laughs>
1: I don't don't worry, Dave. Just just take five.
0: Yeah, no, no, no this 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 was a lot of fun tonight. Is, is rolling into it very chaotically everybody doesn't know in the background like what it took to get to this point and I think I think we did a great job
1: it was fun did we though I think we did alright you know I I think if everybody out there thinks we did a good job then what they can Um. do is they can go to twitch.tv slash alan underscore mosley they can sub to the channel preferably with their amazon prime or 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 not yeah. They can also go uh, To the links that Aaron's sharing right there in the chat uh, You support the program to Keep us on the air PayPal or uh, Patreon Patreon.com slash Alan Mosley Go in there, you type in 999999.99 You put in your mm-hmm. credit card information And see I happens. mean <laughs> Just see what happens <laughs> <laughs> See what happens Yeah, it's,
0: That's that's when the show really takes off Once we oh yeah yeah.
1: no i mean it's all over the place yeah i'll be out of
0: here like first day he's gonna get some
1: (laughs) (laughs) no 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 no. you're saying no you're saying see what happens because in your mind you're thinking boy if he gets over that two thousand dollar goal then i'm finally gonna get those back paychecks he's been promising me
0: yeah i forgot about the contract
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah well I'm, i'm sure glad you did guys thanks so much for listening to another episode of it's too late and we will see you next week i mean that
0: wasn't terrible right uh, no I, I mean it's we've done worse thanks <laughs> i think i can <laughs> thank you for I, I can confidently say that well everybody seemed to have fun
1: Please comment saying wait is tomorrow cancelled. I always end the show by saying we'll see you next week. We're still doing the Thursday night show. God fucking damn it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There goes that problematic meter. Ding.